Welcome to Tea, Toast, and Trivia. I'm Rebecca Budd, your host, and I'm looking forward to this conversation with my mother, Frances, and my sister, Sarah. We are going to talk about languages. Now that we have been in lockdown for about two months, there are ways in which we have highlighted our time of solitude with other things that came of interest. And this is what has been extraordinary about this time. Yes, it's a time of uncertainty, but one thing we can do is put on our creative hats and see where it goes. So we're going to talk about languages. Here's the question. Are you ready, Sarah? Are you ready, Francis? Oh, of course. And I'll try hard. (laughs) (laughs) Should we learn a new language and why? I think it's important we look at our friends who speak another language. Several years ago, I started looking at Persian, and I did. I took notes. I learned to write the alphabet. I learned some words and could say a few things in Farsi. The other day, I was looking around and found my notes. You can find a way to learn languages on computer. So I think it's valuable not only for communication with our friends, but enlarging our brain capacity. Language learning is very a positive thing. Sarah, I know that your brain capacity is <laughs> you know, more diminutive than you think it is. <laughs> when you first brought up this topic about why would we want to learn another language, I did sit and think about it a little bit, and I know that you have a list of reasons why a person would choose to learn a language. For me, it was a question of why would I want to learn a language? What, what is it about another language that attracts me? And I think that if you are able to speak another language, that you're able to communicate much more widely. And with people who come from a different culture to be able to immerse yourself in a culture that is foreign to you and to adopt some of the wonderful things that come from that culture. But I think that there is a way in which people view you differently and open up to you in a new way if you reach out of your own comfort zone to place yourself in their venue. And I think that being able to reach into their world allows them to be much more transparent and much more open about communicating back about how they feel, how they themselves feel about their culture and about how they engage with my culture. So when I talk about learning another language, I think that really what attracted me, first of all, because I'm learning French now, not only because I live in Canada, but because I think that the French-Canadian culture is so rich in imbues everything within Canada. So, Mom, you wanted to connect with Farsi, which is a beautiful language. Yes, it is. And Sarah, you want to connect, and I think that's part of the whole idea of languages. We know that languages have different ideas and thoughts, and those translations are very difficult to do. And until you actually are immersed in another language, do you really understand what that meaning is? Now, Mom, you learned Portuguese many, many years ago, and you still have it. My experience with languages does remind me of years ago. We moved to 
Brazil, and it was necessary to communicate with our friends, our neighbors. To learn a new language is a very exciting, broadening experience. It is interesting to be able to talk to another person. And I learned, as I learned new things, that the best people to talk to are children. And if you make a mistake, they think it's funny and they enjoy it. Children will listen and be intrigued by your mistakes. If a person learns a new language, you need to find children. My experience is with Italian. Several years ago, I decided that Italian was the language of love, and I started to take language lessons. And we went to Italy, and I enrolled all my family in a language course. No matter how much I learned here, it wasn't until I went to that language school, which no one would talk to me in English, I was lost. So when we come from a place that we know everything or have a confidence, and then going into another place that you have absolutely no knowledge of and must rely on other people to help you, there's a sense that whole determination of how we are able to control our lives, gone. Terribly vulnerable. Yes. And very kind people, very kind people to help. But it's the immersion into another language with your openness to make mistakes and to be vulnerable. I was just going to say that if you want to learn a language, especially when you go to a country where no one understands English, so you have to speak in their language and you all most likely will make mistakes. But normally people are very kind and they will help you to correct your mistakes. The thing that's interesting is both of you have talked about being immersed in the culture, in an environment where everything around you is the second language. But for myself, and as much as we have access here in Canada to French television and French radio and uh, French books, the big thing that I've been struggling with is in order to really truly learn a language, you have to actually speak it. But if you don't have the opportunity, how do you work around that to immerse yourself in a second language in order to truly learn the language? That's a good question because we have many languages in the Lower Mainland, but they're in communities. And so you have to become part of that community to access the people that could actually help you. I have walked down in Vancouver Center and in with two blocks, I've heard five to six different languages. We are very, very international, but that doesn't mean that we are able to access it because everyone speaks English, and that, of course, is the language of business. I was looking up languages that we're losing. There is, according to the information I received from UNESCO, there's about 7,000 languages that are expected to be extinct by the end of the century. 7,000 languages. Every language has different ideas. It's like trying to translate poetry from one language to the other. How do you do that and capture the spirit of a language? For instance, when I say, I love you, I'm the first thing. I am the important one. You are secondary. 
In Portuguese, I love you is eu te amo. That means I, you love. Interesting. And that's mm -hmm. the same syntax as French. Je t'aime. I, you love. You've identified something that's very critical is because just the way you string your sentences together, the syntax, it is indicative of a thought process. In English, we do it one way, but other languages put the emphasis on different things. And so, you know, to be able to have that experience, it changes the way your brain thinks. Well, and I know that a lot of the school districts are actually embracing a different second language to French and acknowledging it. Losing 7,000 languages within the next 80 years is devastating. So this is a good thing to do in solitude. It's been interesting as I looked at how do I develop and work through my French. You know, there's lots of apps available on your phone. Very simple. There's all sorts of resources. Audible has a number of them that I just really, truly value. You know what else I like about languages? I learn more about my language. Exactly. That's very true. And I believe part of the reason that we're losing other languages is because the world is becoming very small. The uh, business is done in not very many languages. So the people that have to do commerce They can't do it in their own language, so they have to do it in the main languages. I can see the main languages taking over, and the little ones are just eventually going to be lost because the older people are gone, the children have learned the language where they live. So I see that how it can happen. And so this means that what we're doing right now is important. How we learn, even in small little amounts, makes a difference. And I am focused on doing that. And I am glad that the three of us are going forward and embracing, I love that word, we use it several times today, <laughs> embracing a new way of thinking that adding something more to our, our minds, it, it broadens us, it gives us more purpose, it gives us more connection, it gives us more joy. Any last words? Well, I'd, I'd like to actually come back to this because one of the things that I've been reading about is how you do become fluent in a language. And there's some interesting studies out there on how you can actually make a new language your own. These polyglots that, that speak multiple different languages, they have much to say. And if we can take shortcuts to learning another language so that we can communicate and connect, then I think we need to take advantage of it. I agree. Oh, absolutely. Language learning is a very positive thing because it teaches you your own language, first of all. Thank you so much. I have really enjoyed this conversation. I look forward to many conversations in French and in Farsi. May we, may we. Thank you for joining Sarah, Francis, and me on Tea, Toast, and Trivia. We would love to hear your thoughts on learning a new language. Wherever you are today, stay safe and be well. Until next time. Mm -hmm.